When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Midweek Fix. Uh, it's me again, Chris Brack, uh, and I'm here with Partners in Crime, Kev and Luke, and we're joined by Kendall. How are we all doing? Oh, good, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And it's not Friday yet, so it's weird. I know. All of us yeah, I know. People will be sick of us three, aren't they? God. Yeah. <laughs> Once a week's normally enough, isn't it? True. Yeah. True, Dan. Cool, cool. Kendall, how's things it? with you? Yeah, good, thank you. Just obviously just finished watching the PSG Real Madrid game, which was insane um that's what you want from champions league that's what you need but uh yeah good thank you yeah it was a uh, psg messing up again and pochettino messing up in a big game who'd have thought it eh? but still it'd be on your item manager next year so we could all <laughs> we could all laugh at it again cool so right so housekeeper first smash the like button share if you share if you can and kev because because we're really good at this so, uh we're going to talk about bet mate <laughs> yeah we um we're shocking at this, aren't we? We're really, yeah. really bad at this. So, right. The deal is, yeah, I was going to say, the deal is tomorrow night there's a group of three Premier League fixtures uh, Norwich v Chelsea, Southampton v Newcastle, Wolves v Watford. And we got to pick 11 players, two Max. from each Max of the six clubs, club, yeah. uh, two from five clubs, and one from one. And uh, then no, usual and rules. No, and then Norwich yeah. can pass off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usual rules apply. Uh, three defenders, three midfielders, three forwards. One of which will each will be on the bench. Two will start for each position, and two keepers from the six clubs. No budgets. No nothing. We all we all we have to do is pick them. So if you guys in the chat have any ideas of who you'd like to see in from those six clubs, who should we be going for? Who's in your fantasy team that's giving you loads of points? Start throwing names in, and we'll see what we Good. can muster up between the four of us. Cool. And uh, Bet, Bet may have also said to us, uh, they're revealing something new and, and really exciting this weekend. So if you sign up this weekend, you'll get to there'll be a new feature going live this weekend. They're very hush hush about it, but you know, it sounds like a new thing. So again, Bet, mate, you can sign up for free uh, and you can just, just do the free pots, or you can join in with the pots where you're going against other punters. But again, like we said, all gambling, please just want to. Please gamble responsibly. But also, it's a bit of fun. 
Uh, but also, we're going to get Kendall to pick our team because let's be honest, us three are crap. At it. We have we've yeah. got nowhere near. I don't anything. think I'm much better mind. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you ain't going to be here when the results come in. So Kendall's <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs> But yeah, so, I've seen the names coming in already: Rudiger, Shea Adams, yeah. James uh, Prowse. Right, yeah, oh, that's a nice one actually. You'd be interested. Right. Coutinho as well. Coutinho would be a good one as well. He's not. No, he's not playing. No Villa. No, no, Villa tomorrow night. No, no, Villa Le- yeah, Leeds and Villa do play tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, Leeds Villa tomorrow night. It's not in that pot. It's not in that pot. Yeah, they're not in that pot. So the only teams that Wolves, Watford, Southampton, Newcastle, and Norwich, Chelsea. So um, stick big Joel Linton in the midfield. He'll do a great job. What do you get? Actually, yeah. he's classed. He's class of foot. I think he's class of forward in the game. So ah, uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he, I think he is in like not like Premier League FPL as well. I think he's classed as a a forward as well. Yeah, he'll be classed as a midfielder next season. Yeah, he will. He will <laughs> yeah, definitely. He will. Nailed down hundred percent certainty. But um, look, we'll we'll come around to picking that team in a sec. Um, one bit of housekeeping there. Gav was insistent that we mention, and it's down to all of you guys in the chat, me, Chris, Luke, Kendo, anyone who's watched, we've hit 2.5 million views as a channel. That is absolutely top bananas, man. That is brilliant. When you think about the amount of times that we've all been in the chat together with, with all of you guys, and it all, all totted up, and we're at 2.5 million views. That's brilliant. You know, so well done to everyone in the chat, and thanks so much for being here every week, every night, 10, 10 p.m. You're always there, and you're fantastic, every single one of you. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't go unnoticed. We we all do really appreciate all the views and all the fun. So absolutely, yeah, good, good, good. Uh, right, so should we start picking a team for a bit of fun? Yeah. Well, we, we may as well start with the two keepers, right? I've seen someone put keep, Sonny Kang's put keep Chris away from all picks. Uh, to be fair, Kevin and I together, I've got the best score so far. Yeah, no, but it's usually <laughs> just, me picking just, just throwing that out there. Like, you know, I mean, if, if we're throwing shade the chat had the worst results so far, I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> if we've got to pick two keepers, right, who's going to get clean sheets? Well, what I've seen Sam mentioned already from Wolves. Yeah, Jose yeah. Sauer will be a good one. He does. He does very well normally. Jose yeah. Sauer. Yeah, yeah. A keeper who, let's be honest, uh, I openly admit I wasn't a big, I wasn't a massive fan of, uh, yeah. but I only saw him from his Porto days and thought he was. He's gotten lucky this season with a few. Dreadful. Bits. This year he's been really good. You know, yeah, he was yeah, a, he, when we played him, he was a nightmare. You know, he went from Porto to I think to Olympiacos, and he almost had a co- complete career reset. And yeah. Yeah, you know, he's he's rebuilt. He's got back into the Portugal setup as well. Uh, I think he's still Portugal's number two behind Rui Patricio. But um, you know, coming into the Wolves setup with the Portuguese links that they have there, it was like home away from home. So he's he's done amazing. But I'd start yeah. him. Yeah. So the choice and is I'm, him or Mendy. Uh, Emma, uh, Laura Duffy's asking how how do the points work? Um, so goalkeepers wise, you get points for depending on how many minutes you do. Clean sheets is three points. Penalty saves is five points as well, uh, and then you get also get massive points. This score a goal or, or get an assist. Which I yeah, Allison's not playing, so yeah. So. Mendy's. I think Mendy's clean sheet is surely locked in against Norwich. Got to be. Yeah, but the thing is, would I? I'd almost want two other players from Chelsea. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. that's a good point. You know, I have it. Yeah, because he's been playing really well. 
Well, you'd want a defender from Chelsea as well, wouldn't you? Because they've been yeah, smashing yeah, points yeah. for me on FPL. Yeah. yeah. Reese James is injured, by the way. He's reactivated his injury, so he's out. Yeah. Well, should we do Sar as a starter then? And then we'll um, we'll come back to the other goalie in a We'll minute. come back to the other goalie after yeah. see who we got left. Because in fairness, right. Sar will play. Defensive, defensively, who are we thinking defensively then? Are we thinking, uh, Wol- I mean, the one thing Wolves don't do is concede goals. And they're playing Watford. That could yeah. be arse, I know that, but they are playing Watford. I'm trying to think if there's any of the six sides with defenders that take set pieces. Um, let's have a look. Alonso, Matty, maybe. Matty, Ta- Matty Target takes Matty Target out takes now. corners, yeah. Alonso for Chelsea. Alonso for Chelsea. Or, um, Rudiger tends to get goals from set pieces. So Yeah, uh, I, like, I, I like Rudiger. He, he keeps getting me points in FPL, him yeah. and Silva. That's my back two yeah. <laughs> in FPL. So. Yeah. We'll probably should go with Rudiger, to be fair. I think he's been shouting. Yeah, I've got a lot of shouts in, in, in the, uh, the chat as well. For, Definitely go with Rudiger. If you were saying for Cody or Kilman for Wolves? Um, Kilman's all right. Cody. But I... I think the best you'll get from the Wolves defenders is going to be um, yeah, well, clean, one, sheet, clean sheet points. Yeah, the other one, uh, and I'm not trying to upset Kendall, is um, the, the chat from Southampton. Is it Salisu? Salisu, oh, yes. oh, yeah. Salisu, yeah. He, he gets interceptions for fun. He's had an yeah. excellent he's season. A really de- he's a really decent he, defender, yeah. Salisu. Yeah, they, they, they did well. Yeah, they did well picking him up, to be fair. Yeah, so do, do we want to put him in as a potential other defender? Or do we, as a two of us, you want better from Southampton? It's quite because Southampton, oh, well, Southampton, Southampton, you, you want James. Southampton, you would have yeah James Ward, Prowse, Ashley Adams would be the other ones, wouldn't it? But yeah. I'm sure you probably out of them, attacking wise, you'll probably get something from Wolves or Chelsea. So mm. you could have yeah, you could have Salisu. Okay, yeah, I'd go with Salisu. Yeah, I've got Rudigan and Salisu so far, and who yeah. do you want for a third defender? You could go with Connor Cody because he'd be on the bench. And yeah. that takes up that takes up one of the wolves' selections. If push comes to oh. shove, he'll start and get clean sheet bonus. Like so, right? Let's do strikers next because they're a bit more fun. Yes, we have we have more. Is Havertz count as a striker or a midfielder? I, I will just check that now. Havertz Havertz is kind of classed as a midfielder. So for Chelsea, it is Werner or Lukaku. Uh, so neither. no, you don't have any of them. <laughs> the only thing I'd say would Chelsea make changes because it's Norwich. Yeah, Look, they're not probably. Catching yeah, probably. They're not catching us, and they're safe as houses. So maybe he would start with Lukaku up front. He's a flat track bully, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, which probably for SPL points yeah. is probably quite handy. If he's going to get a po- any point, it's going to be against Norwich, surely. No yeah, offense, like no offense to Norwich, but no, it's a it's a good it's a good show. They're not going mean, to be around next year to complain about it. So. I mean, the, the other striker, the other strikers, we've got Shea Adams, we've got Brozier, we've got. Chris Ward, got, uh, St. Maximum's classed as a striker in, the, in this game as well. I'd know they've got St. Maximum. Or was he? He came back second half. But is um, he likely to start? We've got, see, that's the thing. We've got three um, away games in seven days, so I don't know who he's going hmm. to. I, I just Over the next few days, I don't know who he's going to start and who he's not. Hmm. Or do we fancy one. Uh, then there's the there's the Wolves Watford game. Dennis scores for fun. Or was him? You, you'd like to think Jimenez versus Watford. I nearly say Wang Hee Chan. Oh, the Wolves. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Early last game as well. Join him to start or join him on the bench. Wang Hee Chan. Quite a few saying Shea Adams to be fair as well. Yeah. You could stick Shea Adams in there. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Because oh, mid, midfield wise, if you're going to have like. Havertz, 
You need your um, blockers. James Ward Prowse. James Ward Prowse. Yeah. And I would put Joe Linton in. As no, Joe Linton's a forward. Oh, crap. I... Shit. If he plays in midfield as a forward, he's going to get into set loads of the same kind of interception points mm-hmm. as what Fabinho would get. For that uh, kind of if we want Shea, if we want James Ward Price, we'll have to get rid of Adams or Salisu because we're only allowed two. And I'd rather have James Ward Price to be honest than Shea Adams. Yeah. So if you yeah. do Southampton, just have Salisu and James Ward Price and Southampton's yeah. out the picture. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to worry about Southampton anymore. And then Chelsea, okay. we could have. Well, Chelsea, we've got Rudiger and Lukaku, so that's Chelsea done. Unless we've been off Lukaku. No, no, Unless we've been off Lukaku. I'd be putting Havertz in there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So, should, so we've been off Lukaku? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Chelsea and so on to the box, and actually Wolves are boxed as well. <laughs> so, okay. So, striker-wise, so Newcastle, I mean, St. Max is, is definitely an option. Yeah. You could have yeah. St. Max off, off Fraser. Is the other option? Oh yeah, Fraser's the one that's been. Bonkers in there with uh, with Pedro Neto, Wolves. We've got two Wolves players. Already got Sarah, we've got, got Cody. What about uh, Pookie? If anyone's going to do anything for Norwich, it would be. It. But we're going to have to have someone from Norwich, aren't we? We're going to yeah. have to have at least one player. We'll put, so we could put Pookie. We could have Pookie on the bench. Come on, on the yeah. bench, yeah, 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 yeah. Then so he's out need, the way as well. Yeah, so we just yeah. need a starting striker, a backup goalie. So. From who? So let's see who we've got left. So you can't have Southampton, you can't have Chelsea, and you can't have Wolves. We've already got St. Max from... Dennis up front from Watford. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if or, anyone's going to score from Watford, Hernandez. it's more likely Dennis as well. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, put him in. Tennis. And then finally, we just need a goalie. So it's Tim Krul. Krul. He's on the best. Yeah. So it'll have to be Tim Krul or Dubravka from Newcastle, but... Or Dubravka. Because it's... It's uh, oh no, we can't have the Bravka because we've already got two Newcastle players. <laughs> right, yeah, so go with Tim Krul because it doesn't matter. He's not going to play anyway. So that's true. Okay, put uh, there. There we go. So we've got Saren, Saren goal, Rudiger, Salisu at the back, Ward, Prowse, and Havertz, Saint Max, and Dennis. Who do you want, Kendall, as your captain and vice captain? So captain gets double points, and vice captain gets uh, one and a half points. Just trying to think who's my oh, it's Kevin. Just trying to think who I had as captain of my own, but it's Kevin De Bruyne. I think I had as last time. Um, He's quite good, yeah. <laughs> it's got to be someone who is going to score. So it's got to be. I would have said Havertz, but this what's worrying me is that they might not, he might not start because it's Norwich. Like he might just play like. Well, if he if he doesn't start, then that, like, if he doesn't start, then Fraser will come in, and Fraser will be right. Okay, right, and, and then Fraser yeah, Fraser's him. probably going to get a goal. Yeah, so yeah, Havertz. I would have said probably. Havertz as your captain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Kev, who do you want as vice captain? Um, it's defaulted to Ward Prowse, but we can move it off then. A few are saying Rudiger have seen the shouts as a shout. Yeah, yeah, because they're get a, yeah, they'll probably get a clean sheet, clean sheet, and he's likely to get. A... You could even do vice versa, you could captain yeah. Rudiger and vice captain Havertz the yeah. opposite way around. Okay, do that then. So, yeah. captain Rudiger. Done. And vice captain Havertz. All done. Days. There we go. All set. Kill Savant. All boxed off in fifteen minutes. Lock oh, you, Chris, you are a legend in your own. I mind. know. I think that. I think first time we did this, it took about 20, 25, 40 minutes. And next, I can't do it. was a proper rouse over who we were sticking in. Didn't we? we did. We did. And we realised actually, defensive midfielders are dead good. 
<laughs> yeah, they pick cool. up points like you wouldn't believe in this game. Okay, so we won't spend too much time on this because, to be fair, Kev, you and me did a post-match on this, so we'll keep yeah. going for a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to ask Kendall from a, a neutral's point of view. Did you see the Liverpool game last night? Um, there was a lot of hand-wringing, is it called? You know, lots of worry, lots of concern about the loss. Kev and I were a bit more like, I don't like to have won, but if yeah. there was a game you're going to lose or draw, that was the one you could get away with. And I always felt Liverpool apart, uh, generally weren't under much threat, but... I am a biased Liverpool fan, so that is also in my favour. Yeah, um, I was watching it last night, and to be honest, I was surprised because just the way you guys played last time, the way that you've kind of sailed through the Champions League in general, I thought um, I, I thought actually Inter Milan were, were quite okay yesterday. Um, they, they did a little bit more than I expected. I thought bringing Vidal in, you know, he can be very, very, very hit and miss. But at points, it was like vintage Vidal in there. like that. It was just brilliant, like that clearance. Um, at the end was just exceptional yesterday. Um, even, on, but yeah. even, on the, even on the replay, he's not in, the, he's not in screen. <laughs> Until it's, he flies in, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's mad. Um, so yeah, I thought I thought they, they did offer you guys something to play against yesterday, which um, it leaves a lot to be said, considering the, the teams that you've played throughout the competition, you've just been on top form all of the time. So um yeah, I was just about to say you had some. De- to be fair, both teams had some decent chances at, when I watched it yesterday, um, but I was kind of hit and miss watching it. Um, so yeah, I just I think you have a great chance again this year. Um, really, really good chance. Um, oh yeah, yeah sorry, because the internet never forgets. Um, <laughs> if we get to our failure on target, uh, Kev's gonna have a mohawk. Oh, lovely! I, I always da- got, I got like a beach bum mohawk like Vidal's. Vidal one, yeah. Literally got. Blackmailed yeah. into it last night. I'm not going great. Uh, hang on, hang on, Kev, Kev, Kev. I was, I was in the, I was on the, the show with you. It was Kev. Why don't you get a mohawk if we get to tell you? Oh yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I hadn't been drinking. It didn't take a lot of convincing, did it? Couldn't you know even I mean? hide behind alcohol last night. <laughs> no, you were so. I said no, if no. we get to the, if we get to our ten grand target, and the link is in the in the shows in the shows description. If we get to our 10 grand target, I'm going to get the Mohawk and I'm going to be holding it for a couple of weeks and do whatever shows on here with the Vidal Mohawk. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> uh, brilliant. I'll be walking around with a beanie at work for the, for, the, for those two weeks in the middle of the summer. Can't wait. <laughs> so it's up to you guys. If you really want us to get to that target, you know what to do. Oh, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's horrible people. Oh, yeah. It's worth 10 grand just for that, wasn't it? Luke, uh, I've spoken to you about this, actually. How did you find it last night? Uh, for what I managed to watch and work, I thought it was it, it wasn't a great performance, but it wasn't a bad performance really. Um, I think if there was one game that you could get away with not playing great, last night was probably the only game for the rest of the season Liverpool are going to get away with playing it. And as long as this is the one-off and it gets out of the system and we win against Brighton, then it's. Twitter just overreacted last night, as Twitter tends to do when your team loses. Just Twitter just blows up, thinking thinking that Liverpool lost. Like reading Twitter last night, I thought Liverpool got knocked out. But we're yeah, like, yeah. I think I saw a thing saying Inzaghi out coach Klopp. Well, who's Inzaghi got in the next round? No one. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's having dominance in the right areas, yeah. but we will we will see. Anyway. Enough of enough of last night because to be honest, that's been done to death. So okay. let's let's look at the rest of the last sixteen. Uh, so we've got four teams through already. So we've got 
Liverpool through, City through, Bayern through. To be honest, they all pretty much coasted. <laughs> Real Madrid are through, which if you haven't seen it, was an absolute barnstorm of a game. Yeah. PSG and throwing it away in the Champions League just uh, goes hand in hand, really, doesn't it? Um, but I tell you what, but Benzema, Kev, brilliant again, wasn't he? He is great. He's he's your proper number nine. He's as dependable as a stop clock twice a day. He will always deliver. He's always there. He was he rolled back the years tonight. He was like the Benzema of all. He's so much energy, so much drive and leadership. And that was the difference between the two sides. When you could see PSG were really good on the break. They're fantastic on the break. You saw it for Mbappe's goal. I mean, the defending from Madrid was shocking. The, what's his name? Militao was just going for a wander and they lost the ball in a bad area. Brilliant pass from Neymar. Mbappe was already on his bike. Left David Alaba 1v1. And Alaba tried to do. Remember what Virgil did, and he he blocked off three quarters of the goal and left and trusted the keeper to mm. s- trusted Allison to save a shot. They did exactly the same, and it was I had flashes of uh, Virgil's penalty in the cup final, where he was almost dared to hit it into that corner, yeah, and that's what Mbappe did. Yeah, that's what Mbappe did with uh, t- t- with Courtois. You know, he gave him that corner to try and hit and Mbappe twatted it. Mm. And it was a great goal. It was 1-0. And it could have been two if he'd held his if PSG had held their run was, in the second half. Yeah, I was gonna talk about that. I mean, as good as Mbappe was, and he's he's very good, that's a, for a, a striker of that talent, it was quite lazy not getting back into position because yeah, what you think, Kendall? I think if they got that to two now, I think that kills the game. Oh, that, yeah, that, seems, that, seems, that seems to reinvigorate Real Madrid going, right, that's your warning. That's it, we, yeah, can't, we can't mess about now. The, and to be fair, um, if that had happened, as you were saying, it was 2-0, then Real Madrid just wouldn't have, wouldn't have had, had a chance. Yeah. But they kind of came away with a lifeline there and they thought, OK, we'll just take the game by its horns now. And that's what they did. And they've ended up with the rewards from it. So, yeah, very, just a little bit of just incompetence, really, in, in that respect. I think um, they've done the wrong, helped massively with a gift. Which is he turns to carry suddenly, which yeah. was uh, very, 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 very kind of him. <laughs> Thing yeah. is, you could you could just tell with with PSG that for all of the star quality that they've bought, and they have brought star quality, there's no doubt about it. There isn't a single vocal leader in that side, and that's one yeah. thing Messi never was. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a vocal leader on the pitch at Barcelona, and he's not a vocal leader now. Um. In it's the middle, like, of the park, it's almost like they need. It's almost like they need that centre back from Chelsea. I forget his name. He's really good. Quite old yeah. though, um, but he was quite good at PSG as well. Yeah, he was. You know, I mean, the thing is, Verratti is one of the few players in world football that can talk to Thiago. Uh, between him and mm. Luka Modric, and I, could you imagine doing a rondo with those three? It just just quit when you just quit football and just give up and never play again. But in the middle of the park, he was so quiet. You know, on the ball, absolute top, top, top tier. But there was no leadership. And the difference when Benzema got, when Madrid got going and you had Cruz, Modric, the old heads, the experienced heads. Yeah. And once they got a sniff, Vinicius Jr. should have had two on the night, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, that should have been a lot more comfortable than what it was. And Madrid deserved it on the second half, on the second half of, yeah. the, of the tie, really. You know, they... They were, to me, what Inter Milan weren't last night. 
Inter were 2 0 down going into a game that they had to win. And they persisted with a back five even when they were down to 10 men. I thought, there's no get up and go about you. you good, good side, but you don't have a killer instinct. Madrid went for it. They'd have rather lose three trying to get back in. And mm. that's the difference. That's what makes them a dangerous side in knockout football. But, it does. It does. But know, next week, more sides to come. Yeah, next, so next week we've got Ajax Benfica, Man United Madrid, Juventus Villarreal and Lille versus Chelsea. So, Kendall, obviously, people who don't know, you're not only a Newcastle fan, you're, you're a big Athletic Madrid fan. So let's let's go with that one because we hate United as well. So we could all yeah. have a big chat about this and ho- hopefully you're going to do us a favour. Look, Luke's sat forward, he's already excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So how are you feeling about um, the away leg? Because um, from what I, I saw the first leg and... It's a bit disappointing it was 1-1, really, because I thought you dominated Man United very, very well. I probably get sloppiness near the end cost you the equaliser. Now, there's no way goals, so it's not as costly as it probably would have been last year, but I was, I was sort of feeling Madrid side about Man United and how the side's balanced. Yeah, that first half was just so frustrating because I kept I knew if we scored early on, I said, I, I was doing a watch along and I said, I know for a final fact this second half we're going to sit off. And I, I just knew, and I said, that's, I'm concerned if we do that, that Man United are going to have that little bit of jammy look, you know, like they always have. They always have that little fluky, jammy thing where they just, one goal will go in and then they just, they either draw or they win a game. They always have been like that, especially the last few years when they haven't necessarily relied on how good they are as a team. And I just knew, and obviously when Alango's goal went in, I just thought, I just said that's exactly what was going to happen. I just, I could see it straight off. Um, and unfortunately, since then, we've now lost Lamar, who has got a, a serious injury. Um, not even sure how long he's going to be out. And Vasalco as well, right back, we've lost him as well, or another muscle injury. So we're going into that tie, now the second tie, weaker. Um, I don't know in terms of Man United what, what their injuries are or anything, but they don't even look good in the league now. So I would be thinking if it, if it was us, just go out all guns blazing because we've got nothing to lose at this point. The league's not going well. Um, so this is like the last thing um, we need to do. And I think if if Atleti don't get through this next round, I think Simeone's going in the summer um, because there's nothing really, there's nothing else for him to do now at this point. Like the, la- the last time we lost the Champions League final to Real Madrid in 2016, he was ready to leave then because he said, I just don't know where I can take this club. Like he doesn't believe that he can win Champions League. Obviously he's in an upstream from the six years, but um, I think if this tie obviously if Man United win this tie everyone's going to be gutted <laughs> apart from Man United fans everyone's going to be like oh. um, and yeah I think Simeone will be off in the summer but I, I don't know what's going to happen I really don't luckily Jal Felix and stuff is, is on form at the moment so um, there is that a little if, bit of saving grace but I don't know if, if he was to leave um, where would where would you expect who would you expect to come in to replace him is it a sort of rumours um, of who who the club are looking at or is it still? Yeah, there's been a couple of things. So um, Valverde has been mentioned and Luis Enrique are the two main people at this time. (laughs) Um, I would like Luis Enrique. Whether or not he would come is a different story because he's kind of got like a a cushy number really at the moment with Spain. Um, Mm, I think if you're you're an international manager, uh, you're going to step down at a club level, I think it's a big decision to make because you kind of... 
it's a, a much less pressurised job being a, a, a national team manager than it is at, at club level. Um, but I think Luis Enrique is still, still young. He's still got so much. If he wants to come back to a club level, he's still got mountains of a career ahead of him. Um, so, yeah, but obviously there is the Barcelona connection there. So whether or not he'll come is a different story. But, um, yeah, I, I would like Luis Enrique. Okay. Where do you think Simeone goes at the end of the season? If he does... Uh, Italy. Italy. It'll be Italy, I, I believe. Um I'm just hoping it's not Man United because I'll die. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will literally just have to, just, say to every I, I, how I ignore. End of the season. Thank <laughs> yeah, you very much I for can... keeping this up, Diego. If I'm here, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. you never know. I've always said, you know, like I, I think yeah, Ke- I've been in show with Kev before, and yeah. I was getting asked about like who I would want as a, as a manager and stuff, and I said Diego Simeone, like that is my mind, ideal yeah. manager because I just think him and the Newcastle fans would be like a match made in heaven. Yeah, they were all and Liverpool fans. Intolerable. It would be like just it would be I'd just shit out of the next level if yeah. it was us and uh, and Simeone, but yeah, I, I doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I I hope he doesn't end up in the Premier League for a variety of reasons because I think he's so good. Yeah, yeah, he's, I agree. He, he's mm. just one of those managers that gets a team to believe in to buy into him, and if they buy in, they'll buy in hook, line, and sinker, and he can be an absolute nightmare. You know, um, I would, I. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if PSG come knocking for him because there's it's not like, many, yeah, there's not many like, more like options the that, that they could go for, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a big payday for it. <laughs> it's whether he could be asked for the bollocks that's around PSG. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, of- it, it, the only good thing is about that, if it was, it would either, he would either get sick and be like, I'm not dealing with this, or he would literally absolutely transform them because yeah. he wouldn't, mm. he wouldn't take none of the crap that they now offer. Yeah. So it would either it would go one or two ways, but I think it's probably Zidane that's going to end up at PSG. Um, and I think I, I don't know. I think it'll be depend on what happens in Serie A this year because I'm not entirely sure what's going on there at the moment. But yeah, I think I don't it'll know be where Simeone would go in Italy because all the top jobs seem pretty cushy. Maybe so obviously he used to play for Lazio, didn't he? So and yeah, Inter, but didn't Milan, I, I don't know. It'll be it'll be but, somewhere where the fans just. Yeah, Taking them in Italy are the best at doing that. So, but we've seen in the past Luke, managers that look comfortable, but then a, 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 the next level manager comes available to basically quickly look at the final because Allegri's, yeah, yeah, go, mm-hmm. going back there has not really worked out for him this season. So, maybe he could end up at Juve. Yeah, uh, Kendall Garmax asking which athletic player would be great for Liverpool. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure she's really going to scout the ball for us and <laughs> sign him over. I'll be honest, right. but, I'll give you a name straight away. Who you, you after, Kev? Marcus Llorente. Marcus okay. Llorente was my was him and Trippier my favourite last season. He's the most versatile midfield stroke defender that I've seen in Spanish football. Him and Valverde are two quality quality players. Personally, I'd prefer Barella, but Marcus uh, Llorente is is quality. I mean, look, Joe Felix is just out there price wise. He's for what. Atletico paid for him. They they took a huge gamble, but I think he's going to be set there for a good while. I think if you're going to try to get anyone out of there, it would be Marcus Llorente for me. Yeah, he's also, but he's very young as well, though. So yeah, he's it, still learning his game. Yeah. It probably do him the it probably do him good to have three four years there learning his trade, learning prop. Either under Simeone or whoever the next manager is going to be. This is the first season as well that like, he's had like, a consistent run, run in the team because yeah. Yeah. the last two years he's had a severe injury that only got rehabilitated in the summer. 
um, and he only had surgery in the summer. He was playing on a broken foot for six months. Yeah. So it's like this is the only, this is the first time now that he's actually getting a consistent run and he's scoring pretty much every game or at least assisting every game. So it just shows you that tiny little, just needed that that consistency behind him. Yeah. Um, it helps and, having Griezmann there as well because yeah, him and Griezmann he, have, a good, have a good link up. Yeah, also, that's one for him to learn off. You know, Griezmann's yeah. been there, done it, won, yeah. pr- won pretty much everything. You know, it's again, same with for him to learn off. Yeah, I mean, it's a good learning tree for him to be a striker. Look, from a Liverpool point of view, I hope you, I prefer United to go through. Yeah, because you, you think that a softer touch. Because they're a softer touch by a country mile. Juventus in group, you are sorry, Atletico Madrid in group games. That's you don't, you're not hard. getting this. You're getting they're a different hard. Atletico Madrid in knockout football. Yeah. Well, we've, and, we've, well, we've seen the only time we haven't made a quarter final the clock yeah. was Madrid. Yeah, um, they're, they're a much more difficult were, outfit to when it comes to knockout football. Yeah, so Luke yeah, from uh, Luke from Man United point of view. Uh, they are because I'll, I'll give you the one that you love. Um, miraculously, all their players are now fit. Ronaldo, Ronaldo's yeah, hip flex apparently is all fine now. So, Cavani's now said he is now fit to play. But so it'd be so know. funny if he's on the bench, though. It'd be so funny if he's on the bench. <sighs> Comes back from the derby, he's injured, but it'd be so funny if he ends up on the bench. No, I think uh, Atletico go through. I just watched that first game. United just seemed to be all over the place, all over the shop. I don't know whether or not the player actually believe anything Ralph is saying or whether or not they're pretending they're listening, going one in one ear, out the other, because he knows that they all know that you're not going to be there. So why should I running extra miles for you when probably most of them are thinking about leaving in the summer anyway? So yeah. okay. I honestly think in the first leg at Atletico Madrid thought they were getting the Man United of old and they yeah. paid them too much respect. And now they know what they're all about. Yeah. There's, they hold no fear. They hold Manchester. This version of Manchester United hold no fear for uh, for Atletico Madrid. You know, I don't look. I watched them against Betis at the weekend, and I thought Betis are no better than what Manchester United are, and Atletico handled them fairly easily. Yeah, and Betis are above us in the league as well. So exactly. Score predictions, then, Luke. What are you going for? Uh, One nil Atletico. Kev, I think three one. I'm going to go 2 1 Atletico after extra time. 2 1 was my uh, prediction as well, Atleti. So. Yeah. Okay. I just fancied that Prime Simeone 1 0 gets to do his own <laughs> celebration to the yeah. fans. Great. Yeah. Um, so the other that, guys are, are tasty, mind. The other yeah, ones are really Juventus, tasty. Juventus Villarreal. So Villarreal just lost uh, Albion Reno to another ACL. Second one in 12 months, which is a shame for him. 1 1. Um, but it's at home. You you would fancy Juventus at home to go through, but these this isn't Juventus of all. But they've now they've got a striker. Vlavic, yeah, Vlavic has made a difference. Yeah, He's made a difference. Um, this got yeah, a feel I, of this got a feel of the buying the the buying game from the other night. I, I just think Juventus go up a level, get the job done, get it done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real are no mugs in Europe. They no they, no. They, they got to the Europa League final last year. Yeah, they're a good side, but. Yeah, you you should have too much for I think probably two nil. Yeah. I think two nil. I'd, I'd be comfortable enough saying two nil. Good, uh, and then nil Chelsea. Chelsea just walked yeah, out. Of, I would assume. Yeah. yeah, Chelsea won two nil in second gear. They weren't even tested that much, really. Yeah, I mean the most finally bounced one. 
is Ajax and Benfica 2-2 at the moment um, toss of coin that? toss of a coin it's Kev, it's said. Said the, uh, it's the, it, they're playing in Amsterdam I'd mm. fancy Ajax if if we're Haller, all being honest is that the winner of that tie is probably what, who everyone wants isn't it if we're all being honest because all, yeah. all the others yeah. you're going if you, if you look at the Atleti head on you look at the, all the others going all the others are a tough game or are a yeah. game where you're going over two legs that's going to be tight that's going to be hard Yeah, that feels like the one if it was me, because I know we have City in the middle of either side of the quarterfinals, I'd rather face an Ajax and a Benfica than I would like to be facing Chelsea or City or yeah, Bayern yeah. when I've got City in the middle of it. Because that that's a hell of I mean, listen, it'd be a great it'd be a great three days of, of uh stress and anxiety, but oh god, being realistic, you probably want yeah. Ajax are a good side. They are good side. Side. The likes of Anthony and Haller. Haller's transformed ha- himself since going from West Ham. He's flying this season. They're, they have some good young players again. And Ten Hag is one of those coaches that if whoever they play, you're going to run. And you're going to have oh, yeah. to really put a shift in yeah. for the two games. So there's no rest in that game. I think they'll go through. But I wouldn't be as keen as... Well, who, would you to, want, who would you want then, Kev? Based on who could go through, who 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 would you think would be Juventus? The, Juventus would be the ideal one. Okay. Juventus for me, I think. Um, Chelsea are the ones I want to avoid. Yeah, purely and simply three. because they're just <laughs> we're playing three yeah. times. We can't we can't yeah. we can't beat them. So you know, <laughs> but yeah, I, look, I mean, if you're, them, if you're saying any of them, yeah, Ajax and Juventus would be the two that you'd say, yeah, look, yeah, they'd be your preferred, but. Um, definitely Chelsea and yeah, Chelsea would be the one I'd want to avoid completely. At Real Madrid would be interesting. Real, Real Madrid would be interesting. There's a few stories around each one because you know, Ajax, yeah. we got them last year in the Champions League, but fans wise, fans never got to go to I never got to go to Ajax in the group as well, experience it in the group stage because it was no fans. Real Madrid gave us a bit of a lesson, let's be honest. The, yeah. The, oh, yeah, but we had no we had no defense either, and we didn't start Thiago so. There's a couple of these games we've gone. There's a, there's a bit of a story or reason behind one. Kendall, from your point of view, uh, who who would Atleti prefer? Who would be good for Atleti? Who would be a nightmare for Atleti? Um, everyone would be a nightmare. <laughs> everyone would be a nightmare at this point. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. It actually genuinely would. Um, yeah, probably Juve. That's the only team I can possibly think of that I would be like. Obviously, we don't want a Madrid derby because that never ends well in the Champions League. Um, so you couldn't even play them anyway. So, yeah, it would probably be Juve for me. Because I think Juve. Ajax, Ten Hag is very tactically astute. I think he, he sets up his teams brilliantly. So I, I personally would not like to play Ajax. Um, just because I think, tactically, I think Ten Hag will probably break down Simeone quite easily. Um, so, yeah, probably Juve, I would say. Cool. Okay, no. Luke, any, any different for you from a Liverpool point of view? Well, who don't I want? Um, Do or don't? You can give me both. Probably don't want Chelsea. Probably the top, uh, the mm-hmm. top one. I was talking in the group chat with uh, with with a few friends of mine, and um, they were talking a uh, waxing lyrical about Bayern, and I was like, I fancy beating Bayern over two legs as well. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind anyone apart from Chelsea. 
Yeah, I prefer playing sides who come at you and attack you. Yeah, because he, as I'd love to play dangerous City, as sides can be, I trust the, our defense <laughs> to withstand pretty much more stuff. But sides that sit in and try to hit you on the counter, the ones that they'll test your patience as well as your your skill. And Chelsea are very very good. Atleti are good at it, but I think Chelsea are just. Very, very good at playing sides on the break. If a United went through, then I would wouldn't mind United. Oh, I love if that. United went through, um, oh, I but I wouldn't mind having City either because could you imagine Pep thinking about Liverpool's front three for three games in a row? He'd lose it. <laughs> what if you draw us in the FA Cup as well? That'd be four. Oh, yeah, if like, come on, you live. Oh, I'm already grey. I don't want to go grey. Don't, don't be having to be grey. Don't be having to be grey. I want you to have to buy a dive for this hit for this. That's war. true. That's <laughs> true. Kevin, Kevin, you done the mohawk early? No, it's all pulled out. It's all done. <laughs> it's just <come> through <laughs> April. <laughs> Business into the season. You gotta love it. Good, good, good. Right, so let's move on to this week. <laughs> then uh, we'll do a bit of a quick preview as well. Kev and Luke will do a bit of a bigger preview on Friday, but. Big two games coming up now. We've got Brighton away and Arsenal away yeah. in the space. Are so we've got Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday. How are you seeing these? So Brighton, we haven't actually won in our last three games against Brighton. Um, before that, we we had quite a, quite a good record, but we've actually drawn two and lost one against Brighton at the moment. They've got a bit it's of a Graham Potter bit factor. of a bit of a hoodoo over us, really. Um, the away game last year we probably shouldn't have lost, but we shouldn't have drawn. Uh, the home game we were diabolical, couldn't have bound up. And the home game this year blew a 2 0 lead. Too complacent and probably yeah. deserve to. Brighton are very hot and cold. When they're on it, they're, when they're on it, they're really, really good. But you can get at them. I think losing um, Burn to Newcastle, to Newcastle mm-hmm. hasn't helped because Duffy has to play. And he doesn't have, to, he's brilliant in the air. You know, he's an absolute nightmare for set pieces, but. He doesn't have the pace, and he he expo- he leaves that back three exposed. I think Webster's are injured as well. So you know, but, back three of Veltman, Duffy, Dunk. Yeah, exactly so that no can one. be got at. You know, I would fancy winning away at Brighton. Mm. Arsenal are. You know, before we come on tonight, I looked at the form table. I know what the table looks like, but I looked at the form table for the last six games. Right now, we're top. Newcastle are second. City a third, Arsenal are fourth in the pro- in the form yeah. table for the last six mm. games, right? And the bottom four sides are Watford, Norwich, Everton, and Leeds in the league. Jeez. You know, but Brighton are stuck in 16th, no man's land. Yeah. yeah, and the problem is you got a side like Brighton who are in that part of the season now where look they're not going to go down. Not they're not going to get into Europe. You you've got players who are looking for a moves. And playing, for, some of them are playing for moves. Some of them are playing not to get hurt, which is this will This will we have the Basuma masterclass that we see every time we play against. Quite him. possibly, he's a. Quite he didn't play against us, to be fair. No, he didn't. He was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was on the uh, bench. So. I bet he won't be. I bet he won't be against us. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I, hope he, I hope he is. I'll be made up if he's on the bench. It's like yeah, okay. a Kante for Chelsea. Just he seems to be out injured, but a second Liverpool's around the corner, he's out the cryo chamber. Uh, and he's just very good. Field. He's very very good. I mean, I, yeah. I don't see. I don't see Basuma staying that. Brighton beyond this season depends on what is off the uh, pitch issues. Uh, to be honest, I don't yeah. think that. I don't. I, I think quite a lot of clubs these days. I don't think that would be a factor. 
you know, football is not known for its morality. So no. <laughs> if, if, if they can get the player, they, they'll get the player and they'll they'll deal with that as and when it happens. Yeah, look, I fancy us against Brighton. Arsenal have stumbled across a way of playing over the last, since probably we played them in the League Cup. They're in a decent run of form, but still it's Arsenal. Yeah, away, um, you'd, you'd still fancy us, fancy us, but at the same mm-hmm. time, they're, um, we're playing an awful lot of games. Yeah. The volume of games by the time we play Arsenal, depending on the rotation club that uses it at the weekend, you know, could could factor into it. But I'd fancy our chances. Look, every show you look at it, we have to we have to win. You know, if we're to maintain it, if we're to maintain any kind of pressure on City, have to win. Simple as that. And plus, we play first between us and City. City playing Monday night against Palace Mm. away. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I always think for Liverpool. I think we've, we saw this the year we finished second the Klopp is he's learned since then that every game's a must win and I think he goes into a lot of games like that whereas I think the year we finished second there were times where you're going oh a draw's alright in the derby a draw's yeah. okay in Old Trafford. Trafford and then we got to the point of going ah shit they've all caught up with us now yeah, um, too many so I, in some ways the lack of wiggle room probably, probably suits us better I, I do actually think that's probably what's helped Newcastle with the, the signings they've made because we're going to the relegation battle because Newcastle are the second most informed side. But I think with Newcastle, they got to a point where you're going, you haven't got any wiggle room now. It is shit or buffs now. Let's go, you know, what are you going to do? And with the signs again, you know, Trippier especially, Newcastle have kicked on and I think, is it four in a row now? They're on? Yeah. Of winning runs. So Wait, it's still, it's still unbeaten in 2022. Yeah. It's our yeah. longest unbeaten run since 2011. That's what I mean. Wow. And that's, and, whereas now, I'll be honest, I know we said the relegation battle because we had Kevin on the show uh, probably just after the transfer window shut. Yeah, you don't. When yeah. we talk about the the, tran- the relegation right now, we're, we're talking Burnley, Everton, Leeds. Yeah, it's what one of them three are going down. Watford to me and Norwich are gone. I don't see them getting out of it. For me, yeah. Newcastle now is just how high can they finish? I don't actually consider Newcastle as part of this relegation, which is no, credit no. to Eddie Howe. Look, people know yeah. I'm not always most complimentary about Eddie Howe, but proof of the pudding. I mean, he's a humble player. He's got him playing well. Yeah, he's got them playing good football as well. They're they're a good side to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it, and they've I'm done this without disappointed. That, they've done this without Saint Max really, haven't they? Because Saint Max has missed quite a bit yeah. recently. So again, that's another kind of positive. Either. Exactly. So there's two big. They were the two big strings. Hey, only, only two of our signings have really been playing because Trippier's yeah. been out for four games now. Um, yeah. Obviously, Bruno has been sitting on the bench. Chris Wood hasn't really. He's influenced games, but not with scoring goals because mm. that's coming from other areas of the pitch now. Um, obviously, Matt Target couldn't play against Aston Villa, so really, Dan Byrne has been like the most under the radar signing that I could have ever possibly expected. But honestly, my God, like what a difference he's he's made just alone. It's it's honestly just insane. He's, he's absolutely fantastic. What a defender he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing signing one of your own, and he is he's he's yeah. a proper fan. Blind, He'll gi- he will give you that yeah. extra five ten percent. He'll give you that voice as well, you know, and the experience. I still find it well, mad he played. I still find it mad he was playing left back though. He was a, yeah. he was he was the biggest left back I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like I'm Peter laughing because they always keep putting him and Fraser together, like in pictures oh, and stuff. Because and, and yeah, we we've got the tallest and the shortest player in the Premier League, so they keep yeah. doing it. And now because we haven't lost, they're like, oh god, I think it's like a suspicious thing. <laughs> so like, now they keep um, 
Like they keep yeah. doing it. So they keep going. Like, I was laughing because Dan Byrne did an interview and he said, the next thing I'm going to come out holding his hand like he's a mascot. That'll be classic. Please do on the pitch like he's upset. Oh, please. Yeah. He's got I mean, to do I, I'll be honest, right? I was disappointed not to see Bruno Gamaraj playing. I, I yeah. want to see what he's like. Because if we are looking at signing players from the French League, Ndombele is not the one, and Pepe is not the one you want to be hanging your hat and saying, these signings came from mm. the French League on big money and they work. They didn't. Yeah. They were absolute disasters. And I wanted to see this kid because I hope that Liverpool are looking at Chu and Amy. And you can use Bruno as a, as a, a, a yardstick because... They're both highly thought of coming from France. And if he can hit the ground running for Newcastle, and it bodes well maybe for um, signing Chumani for us in the summer, you never know. I, I hope if we stay, like, I, I'm still safe if we stay safe because I'm like so worried that we're just doing Newcastle and just do stupid things. But that'll be, oh my God, last game of the season. It's against Burnley as well. Oh my God, that'll be so funny. Considering will be, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the, the other bot three. So Leeds. They did, they did well with Jesse March. Uh, I know they lost, but they, they played better, a bit more controlled, still attacking-wise. I think Leeds will be there just about okay. The, I think it's between Burnley and Everton. I do think that's a straight shoot-up. I think it's Everton. Uh, I, think I, think the, I think Brentford have just got out of it with that Norwich win. I think that that's probably enough for Brentford to stick themselves. So I think it's between them two. The publicity and, around Everton is not good either. So, uh, you yeah. know, like when things just happen where like, oh, yeah, they're just destined to go down. Yeah. Do you know, I'm sorry, I'm not even being horrible. Like, I, I really don't like Everton. I really, they have, this, they, they have it's this, like, like this affinity it's... with Sunderland. Like, they're like, we call them, literally, Newcastle fans call them the Scouse Mackums because, like, that's literally what they are. Like, they, they love Sunderland and they always, like, hate us, and I don't even know why. So, when Rafa went, Rafa went there, we were like, oh, no, I can't believe this. Like, that's horrible. Um, luckily, it, Rafa's secret agent went, got them sent in the relegation, so I was like, great, love Rafa. Um, <laughs> I like to think in my head he's done it on purpose, um, but yeah, they look they look tragic. Like like he's seriously, just lent, they look uh, very bad. Cemented his Liverpool legacy even more if Everton go yeah. down. Like, <laughs> don't blame him though. They'll like blame him if they go down. No, it'll be Rafa's fault. No, That's the other thing is 100%. how 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 well PR'd Lampard is because yeah. none of this is his fault. He's not even oh, blaming anything. Fault, he's and you're going like go. he's still going. Yeah, but you brought in Deli Ali. Hasn't really worked yet. Donny. Uh, Done a big, done okay. Nate, um, uh, Nathan the two youngsters that Rafa, Rafa bought for fullback. Now, admittedly, one of them is a young Ukrainian left back. I get why he's not playing. But it was Dan uh, Patterson from Rangers. Hardly thought of. Young right back, pretty decent. Why are you not giving them the game against. He sucked him off Coleman. against Boreham Wood and just left him out against Spurs, which yeah. is probably good for him because Everton got absolutely. And the likes of Colburn's getting a game week, like all the time. Yeah. And I just John think, Joe I Kenny watched him the other night and I was like, I mean, that, yeah, Seamus, look, Seamus Coleman is without doubt. Seamus Coleman's like he's like a uh, Baines. Time is yeah. just caught up with him. Father yeah. Time is always going to win out in the end, but he's he was a quality fullback, very very yeah. good fullback. That leg break, but which one? Oh. The it's one it. was it he's Neil Taylor two. that broke his leg? Yeah, he's done two. He's done two. Like, he's he's yeah, broken leg twice. And the thing is, then he gets to Ireland, didn't he? Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, that was the one. Yeah. yeah it, 
he's needed to be phased out of that club for a few years. But Chris, I was going to ask you the stuff that's in the media. When we finished last night, I texted you the Daily Mail story about the um, about what was breaking with Everton. I mean, you're... I, wasn't, I wasn't impressed with the Daily Mail. I've got to be honest. I, was like, I know, but they, they were the ones who broke it. So I thought I'd show you. What do you make of it? Um, it's a worry for Everton if it's if it's true. In a sense that they say the 260 million in debt over the last three years, that's what they've posted. But they've still fallen under FFP because a lot of that debt can be on the premises with add-ons. They can add them back in and go, well, that's for the stadium. That's the, the agreed COVID impact. So it keeps them under the 105 million, which I think is the break-even point. The talk is Everton will announce another loss of 100 million. Now, it's who you believe now because. Simon Jordan, talk sport, I saw that. I mean, he's an ex-chairman, so you think he would know the ins and outs of football a bit more. He seems to think it's dead cert that they're going to get in some sort of trouble for it. Paul's in the echo. Everton are quite relaxed about it. Now, look, that could be local press spin. But it's just another distraction Everton don't really need with... They've just lost... They suspended... I don't know why they suspended... But they suspended the sponsor who's linked with Usmanov. Yeah. I mean, I don't get why they're suspending him because it, I don't think what, what the thing's going to happen in two years' time, we're all going to forget and go, ah, oh, Russia's all right now. Bring it back. I mean, you know, it was a bit of a weird phraseology. I thought, I thought most of those people are getting rid of the sponsors. They're not suspending yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so that was one. But, I mean, for Everton, if, if it does get forward to get sanctioned, sanctions could be worse. I mean, the points deduction, they go down. But they take their penance. If, but, if they get a points deduction, it's when they get it. Because they could get found guilty, you can appeal it, and as Sam Jones, well, you can kick it down the road, and the points don't end up kicking until next year. Yeah. Well, if they're relegated next year, it's a it's a Premier League thing they've been found in breach of, not an not an EFL breach. So I don't actually know what you can do with them then. But if they are found guilty, and say Burnley go down, Burnley could appeal, going, "Why am I? We got relegated, but we stuck to the yeah. rules. They didn't." There's... And you end up with a problem. There's a minefield there. here that the Premier League have never had to address because no the, no club has spent this recklessly. No one's been and done this for it badly. Before. No one's been done for it in the Premier League. Yeah. But you could end up with a situation where I think at the EFL at the start of the season, they had three fixture lists. One with Derby in the league, one without Derby in the league, which then meant I think it was uh Reading would be in it, and there was a, a situation with Wickham, because Wickham didn't actually know yeah. what, what league they were going to be in because they didn't know if Derby were going up, going down. It's yeah. not. It's one to keep an eye on for sure. Um, I mean, the thing is, if they get sanctioned and don't get the points deduction, then they're going to have to be working. They're going to be working on their restricted spending for however long. Which they've been up. Which, which is the problem they had on the Rafa, which is they only spent one point eight million, which yeah. was on Demar Great, ironically the best player this season. But they couldn't buy anyone else because they couldn't afford to. Now I know they bought four in January. But, but they were offset. Off they were also so forty million for Delhi Alley. Like, what is that? What? Who yeah. is thinking I th- that? I, I know it's it like not an outright forty million euro. If but, if he played like twenty games, then they'd have to pay a certain amount of money. But Delhi Alley can't play twenty games this season. I think, I think to get to forty million, he's almost got to win the Ballon d'Or. I think it's yeah, so highly. Like, yeah, but, but, but I know you mean it's a big feat. Yeah, like their their spending is silly. Like, I just I look at like the past few years and I just think like 
There's no plan. How how has that been allowed? Like, I, I genuinely well, they, that's they just won the transfer me. window every year. They, they got a trophy and everything. They got <laughs> <laughs> that in your cabinet and leave I mean, one. The, I was fine with the Van der Beek signing because I thought it's it's on loan, so it's low risk. If it doesn't work, you just send him back. Yeah. And he yeah. needs games. And yeah. the one thing the big area in a week is midfield because the core is really good, but he's picked up a lot of it. He's picked up quite a bit of injuries. Alan, I think he moved to the Premier League at the wrong time. I think he probably moved, should have moved to the Premier League a couple of years earlier because I do think the pace is getting to him. Uh, Gomez doesn't do it for me. Uh, Fabian Delft, not for me. And the fullback, they've got just really old fullbacks. Yeah. So, I mean, do you think they go? I mean, the thing is, Burnley, for all of their hubs and has, I think Veghorst has been a good signing. And all night's been a good signing. It All it takes, as we've seen with, uh, with Brentford, a win. Well, one result can change a lot. Of one things. result. This is probably the first time I can honestly hand a heart saying where I'm looking at Everton going, do you know what? They might actually go. Because I was saying oh, six, seven weeks back. Down, but it would be a massive shock if they went. Absolutely Sorry. massive shock. I don't think so. Too, too good to go down is probably the right phrase. I felt there were worse sides below them. And I was going like, well, I can't see Everton winning many games, but I can't see the teams below them yeah. getting a run going. I mean, look, Ken, I'll be honest, I didn't see Newcastle winning four in a row. No. But they have. And <laughs> that's what yeah. you've got now. Actually, now you're looking going, well, that's Newcastle at the equation. Sort of going, Leeds don't look like they could do much. And then Burnley clicks in his game. They've got like 700 games in hand. So always, Burnley always kick on the second half of the season as well. And that's why yeah. Yeah. when everyone had them down, I kept saying, you's, you really need to like actually watch because every time they are in that position, every year they have a good second half of the season. Um, and it's just so they've signed a striker who is actually working for them. So yeah. I, I think Burnley will be okay, me. Honestly, I do. Yeah. I, I'd look at Watford as well. I mean, the thing is with Watford, they're not far away points wise. And you look at Everton, the run of fixtures that Everton have is horrific. It is. Do you think with Watford is? I think they're a bit like Everton. I can't see where they get a win from. They've got goals in them, but they've got they're a car crash at the back. Do you know I mean Everton have that? some tough fixtures coming up as well? I think, they've don't they? Like Us at Anfield and go to United. Oh yeah, I mean Chelsea. Everton's Everton's last five. I think last I think after his last five is like yeah. Liverpool United, I think Tottenham's in there. Oh um, no. I think they've got quite a few I think got a relegation, but so they've got horrible. I think the next three weeks is next three games is the big ones for them. They've got Wolves, they've got I think they've got Watford as well, and I think they've got Newcastle. Yeah, that's their have, next yeah. three. They've got to be looking for two wins out of those three, I would say. If they get two wins out of those three, I think they'll be okay. Just I think if they come out of those if they come out with anything less than those three, I think the alarm bells will start ringing. So, and do you, do you we all think thought Frank Lampard jumped ship before the end of the season. No, he'll just get out. No. no, he'll get his payout. No, no, it's very rare anyone jump. <laughs> it's very rare any man jump ships because well, they all know they'll get paid. So, I was just thinking to save his reputation so he can get another undeserved Premier League his, job next season. His reputation already saved. He's he's on that manager re- merry-go-round, and yeah, they'll, just yeah. play, they'll just play Rafa. It's all Rafa's fault. So, and that narrative's been out there for a while. And Lou's I speak to, that's the default answer. Rafa, this is all down to Rafa. I'm going, it is to a point. He was, but he you've was also there got for a look, few months, man. You've yeah. also got to look at, you know, that Bill squad right now. But 1.8 million are competing in the Premier League at this, like, yeah. stage of the Premier League. It's just you can't. That's what, uh, like, League One side spend that. Yeah. But that squad is made. These days, that's a scary yeah. thing. But you know, if you look at that squad that's made up now, that's an amalgamation of probably about six managers, six mm-hmm. and six yeah, different ideo- six different ideologies as well. 
Hey, well, um, if Everton go down, then Pickford's no longer England's number one, so happy days. So, <laughs> I think so. If you look at their squad, I think if you look at their squad, who would go, you know, Richarlison, Cavalier, Pickford, those three would all go. Somebody would pick them up. Pickford would get a Premier League ben Godfrey. team again. Uh, ben Godfrey, possibly. Yeri Mina will probably get Mina, a, yeah, pre- a Premier League club. Nathan Patterson, because I, I think... I, I think Patterson would skate. So he'll be... No, but Patterson looking, could be what they need, which is, there's your Coleman replacement. It's a youngster. That's probably what they want to blood through. I don't see you by Michael Keane. No. He's just... Uh, Decore would oh, be off. No. Decore would also be off. That's the thing, the though. When you, when you wheel the names team. off, the good players... Would be off. It's just not. It's just not jelly. That's all. Yeah, but they were Alan, all bought for big money, you know, and they were all on decent wages. Was it forty billion? Like hundred grand. Some of them were on. Imagine paying that in the championship. Mm. Yeah. Remember Look, when I they were top after five games and they won the league? <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I know, but we all do. Let's, let's be honest. All fun. All yeah, all fans. Get, we're all guilty of that. that. We've got, we've we we got we've got giddy quite recently and got brought down the boat. So yeah, we've got exactly, and that might not be the worst thing in the world for some of the players that were. And Dicko was saying very one plus, And Dicko believes Calvert Lewin has got Newcastle number nine written all over him. No, I think it'll be off to Arsenal. I doubt. Arsenal, I think. Yeah, I didn't see him going. I think to it, Arsenal. I think he'll get a Premier League move. The big question with Calvert Lewin now is: Can he stay fit? Because he's yeah. picked. Yes. Is it three I personally, four? I'm well, not even being uh, beggars can't be choosers, but I just personally wouldn't have them. So, well, I've got a friend who's got an Everton friend. Hey, we've already got Callum Wilson who can't stay fit, so what, what's the point in having DC who can't stay fit either? Like, his head's been turned. Like, his head's been turned. I can see Cavalier go to Spurs as the Harry Kane backup. I don't think Spurs can afford him. Possibly, well, they probably could afford, but, they might, but they might be able to afford him if he's, if he's relegated. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's a, big Cal- for, that's a big problem for Everton is there's no relegation clause in nearly all the players' contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I think now, to be fair, I saw a lot kicking off over I saw a lot kicking off over that, but let's be honest, Everton have never been relegated from the Premier League. Yeah. I don't think many would have, and no one backed them to be anywhere close to a relegation battle this year. So yeah, you wouldn't even think to put a relegation yeah. clause in the contract. Yeah, yeah. Would you it'd, be, it'd be like um it'd be like if got closer, like when Liverpool nearly skirted yeah, relegation under Roy Hodgson, none of the players got relegation clauses. Well, why would they? You know, it's like yeah. if you're like Norris saying none of our players got Champions League clauses, I bet they haven't. <laughs> you know, why would you put them in? I mean, the thing is, the Calvert Lewin one, I'm sure I'm nearly nailed on certain you'd have a hunt of five or six clubs will be after him. The likes of I think like, so. I think Newcastle will be interested. I would be surprised if they're not interested. Might not be fair. Arsenal choice. would definitely be interested. Um, you could, cre- yeah, you could definitely create an option for someone like him. Richarlison, um, I, I think, is PSG written all over him. Well, he'll he's, he'll go abroad. I don't think PSG will go for him, but I think he'll go abroad. Think. Someone in Spain, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he ends up somewhere like Seville. Or Atletico, no. could you imagine? Yeah. No, I think no, somewhere like Seville he where he'd, be, he'd play and he would, he'd do okay there. And he'd stay, he'd stay in and around the Brazil setup and it would have moved like to... Seville. If he goes to an Atletico or he goes to a PSG, he just falls down the ladder and he drops out of the Brazil squad. You know, nailed on that. That'd be almost certain. You know, someone like Seville, someone maybe in Germany, but I can't see any German club paying big money for someone like him. Whereas Seville yeah. do have a bit of money. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it's one of those things to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. If they go down, they're not coming back up for 
I think if they go down, they can do a Sunderland. We've both said that we think about doing Sunderland because yeah, I, I think Amazon series and everything. Especially if they sanctions in that government of place now, then they're really struggling. Have you seen that Sunderland to you, though? Oh yes. I have. I was got, when I first I watched two episodes into it, and I was got at first I thought it was one of those like Ricky Gervais mockumentaries because <laughs> some of the stuff too going on going yeah this is this is a professional football club this doesn't happen because you know, when you like you see people on Twitter going oh they just make it up they just they just throw money at you go, it's a professional it's it professional sport we don't do stuff like you go this is like some bloke in a pub going I'll go for him ah oh, it's not like working. literally have you seen that oh. that clip where he's like they're talking about the um the walkout music and they're all donors like. <laughs> Starts playing like random EDM music. He's like, "Oh, this will get everyone rocking." I just think, like, nah, that's like a meme. Like, honestly, like, it's like a parody oh, at some he, point. He, and he the was... best thing, like Burton Albion. Is, there, thing a, is there another season for that coming out? Because I, I really enjoyed watching Sunlight Till I Die. <laughs> I enjoyed watching. Well. If they don't get promoted or if they lose the playoff final, that's gonna be a great watch at the end. I mean, of the, the Tottenham one was. I mean, the Tottenham one was was okay, all or nothing, but. There was a lot cut out. I don't think it was as good as... as I watched the City one. That was quite good, but I can't wait to watch the Arsenal one. Oh, yeah, because uh, we'll be on that, won't we? We'll, watch the show. we'll talk about the uh, the League Cup semi-final. I'm sure that'll yeah. be brought up. Oh, yeah, be like, oh, look, the COVID tests. Liverpool. I forgot Arsenal doing theirs, actually. That's funny. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, the one that's coming up, I think, this weekend is Drive to Survive. The new one that's coming up on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's either this weekend or next. That's going to be absolutely cracking watching. Yeah. Just to but, see what the behind the scenes stuff was like with uh, Hamilton and Massey. And be interesting how much of that is um, edited. <laughs> I'd say I'd be amazed if F1 didn't have editorial control somewhere, no. shape, or form. Because that, that's the one people always talk about you know, being Liverpool thing that we did. Yeah. That's the oh, biggest God. mistake Liverpool ever made because Liverpool yeah. had no editorial control over it. Why you'd sign up someone with no editor? That's why. That's the reason. One of the that's biggest reasons. Reason. Brendan Rodgers is such a meme. <laughs> that show <laughs> made him the yeah. biggest meme going. Um, but look, he signed up to it. But yeah, Liverpool were one of the first to do it, but they did it without editorial control. Whereas now, all these all or nothing. So you know, the clubs can say, "Cut that out. Yeah. Don't show that. Don't let him. Don't put that bit in there." That so, being in Liverpool was cringe. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, the one that's the bit that sticks in my head is the bit where he was telling Sterling off. Oh yeah, for saying that I just, so, oh, so it's very schoolmaster, wasn't it? It was funny. Yeah, it was stupid. I yeah. bet he's still doing well, the same thing at Leicester. I bet he's doing see, the same thing at Leicester. Just think, that, but I always think when I watch that, I think just when you think Liverpool's gone a bit wrong, you go, you watch a bit of that, and you go, ah, oh, you know, we used to convince ourselves that's how I was going to compete. Do you remember those days? You're going, oh fucking hell. Charlie Adams, the answer, he's not. He's not the answer. I saw someone posted a picture the other day, and it was like there was Ricky Lambert, Sterling, and someone else, like proper random. Yes. Proper random in a picture. And I was like, that is. Trent at the Bernabal. Was that at the Bernabal? Yes, Trent, yes. Trent was like 16. (laughs) That's like the weirdest picture of all time. Like, what the hell? Ricky Lambert, Sterling, Uh, and Trent. There was was one going around today about Trent, actually. Um, he's on 17 assists now for the season in all competitions. And he's got from now until the end of the season to chase down Danny Alves. Uh, Danny Alves' world record for assists for a defender is 21. And if you think that we've got FA Cup games, Champions League, the longer we go on that, there's a potential. There's a potential. League games. 
there's potential for him to catch Danny Alves' record. Yeah. Well, if and the season goes 20, 10, 11, I think. Yeah. If the season goes the way we wanted to go, it's a potential 20 games. Yeah. So, you know. That's a, I think he'll get close. That's a, that's a lot of games, though. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll get close four. to it. Whether he beats it, I don't know. But, my God. I mean, that was Danny Alves. That was peak Danny Alves during the best Barcelona side. And if Trent mm-hmm. can get anywhere close to that at 23 years of age... <laughs> Phenomenal. Cool. Right. So before we go, um, like you said, don't forget Failacon. So um, I don't know. Kev, have you got the total we're up to at the moment? I don't have the total, but the link for the description for Failacon is in there. And I'm sure the total is on the web. Is, is You can get through the link. If not, look, Gav will be back up on probably. Gav might actually be around on Friday. We don't know yet. Oh, yeah. is, it, if, is, he, is, is he going full sports unplugged? Well, the thing is, he said he was going to come on with us because the player's golf is on at the weekend. And you know what he's like with his golf? He'll have a yeah. jump oh, that's, that's, We're doing sport. We're not doing golf. <laughs> Did we talk about well, F1 next? Can we recap the UFC as well? Because that, that happened last weekend. Oh, we can, yeah, we can recap the, the UFC was good, actually. Yeah. I missed it. I, was, uh, I, did, I didn't exactly have to. how I said it was going to play out. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, it helps when you know what you're talking about. But no, uh, I don't know what the totals are. Uh, Pretty sure the golf day is almost sold out. Um, But it's going to be all the little donations now that get us to the 10 grand. You know, the fivers, the tenors, you know, as and when if people can. But the most important thing is just click on the link, click on the share, and and share it in your WhatsApp groups, share it in your socials, and just tell people because it's so. No, all the details are on the charity on the web charity website. You, you, I guarantee you, you'll have known someone who will have needed that service, and now that you know it's there, you know where to point them in the future. Unfortunately, it's one of those services that no one ever wants to need, but it's handy to have it in the back of the head if it comes a time where you might actually do need it. So. Yeah, Lord Duffy saying, "Watch out, Brocky! It's a slippery slope from golf to Blackpool." And yes, look, I nearly had to end the stream when we started talking about that nonsense. God, Blackpool toasted toasted sandwich. Oh, don't start! Don't start! Listen, listen! I'll get my pillow and go back to sleep again. Like you just found. He tried to make me. He tried to make me. He tried to make me interested in F one. It wasn't happening. Just cars go around the circle. It's not interesting. No, I did zigzags as well. Oh well, I'll get a scale electric. <laughs> Just get a scale electric. If you want to see that? Get scale electric. It's a lot cheaper, and you can interact with it. Oh, Brilliant. Right, listen. It's ten past eleven, so look, we've kept people for long enough tonight. Yeah. So, so rest of the week, I think we're having a, a night off tomorrow. Then uh, we're back on Friday. Sports and plug. So it'll be yeah. me, Luke, and Kev. We'll yeah. be covering lots of things. Maybe Gav. I might have the boss on as well. You never know. Saturday, we'll have post-match reaction to the Brighton game. Hopefully, it's another Liverpool win. And then Sunday, it'll be Fatback 4 again with the usual crew. Luke, uh, we'll see you Friday. Um, how's, your other, how's your other pod going, bud? Let's talk. Uh, football, yeah, yeah, we did a video like earlier today about whether or not Klopp will extend. Uh, Rashford spoke about Everton probably going down. Yeah, so check that out on Let's Talk Sport. Awesome. And Ken, where can everyone find you? Yeah, that's kind of on. Um, if you want to find me, I'm sure if you search me, you'll be able to find me somewhere. Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, anything like that. Um, so, yeah. Thank awesome. you for having me once again. Really appreciate it. And I always enjoy these shows. 
Oh, that's great. I'm sure we'll hopefully get you on again soon, Kendall. 100%. Kev, I'll probably speak to you in five minutes because... Yeah, you never, you never, no, you never, my missus is going to be home from work in a minute. I've got things to do. <laughs> well, you've got to get, you get your bleach for your mohawk, haven't you? You've got to start practicing. <laughs> if I don't get the washing up put away, I'm... Look, You're in trouble. You, you won't be seeing Kev again. It won't be, it won't be mohawk I'd be worried about. I guarantee Tell you. Me, you won't need UFC when Kev's wife gets there. <laughs> yeah, don't. Right, listen. On that happy note, um, take care of yourselves and we'll see you all very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.